All right, everybody. Welcome to an impromptu podcast of Bootsy Greengast. I'm your host, Owen Hunt. I am locked up in my bunker with a ton of supplies and some people from Australia. Uh, so this is going to get real, real nasty. Um, I uh, just want to say to everybody that everything's going to be fine. I want to kind of address some maybe some ways that people uh, sort of think regarding uh, trans surfing and, and reality and how those two things uh, commingle because I think there's a little bit of uh, confusion about that. Um, and honestly, I'm going to make some new videos too and I'm going to start using a little bit of my own vernacular as I'm describing some of these concepts uh, because, you know, it's, uh, it, it, these are things that need to be clarified and honestly, there's a lot of room for adding, subtracting, um, you know, reality, what it is that you see in your reality uh, and what you believe about your reality is absolutely reflected. What the thinker thinks the prover proves is what Robert Anton Wilson famously said, and I love that, uh, the world is, is a mirror. Our, our most important desire or our most important goal as human beings. This is totally subconscious, but it's just to be right. You want to prove yourself right no matter what, and you will endure anything that gets in your way that says otherwise that you're not right. So confirmation bias all the time. You live in a subjective reality that is part of the reality of the entire collective conscious or reality or uh, you know, as Vadim says it in his book, everyone has their own layer of reality. And this is what I want to address because people think this simplistic sort of idea about, oh, whatever I believe is true within objective reality. Look, if you believe you can fly, I don't suggest trying to take off from anywhere other than the ground, okay? Bad idea. Just because you believe that doesn't make it true. You can't overcome the laws of physics. You can't overcome the laws in the third dimensional realm. You know, you can't do that. Natural laws, any of the, the, the stuff that's in the Kabbalion, all those laws, all the stuff that Vadim talks about, all the new age stuff that's true principle, you can't outsmart that. You can't just convince yourself. You can't lie to yourself and live in a different reality altogether. Like, I'm transurfing wrong because I just wound up in this coronavirus frenzy, you know? And everybody's freaking out. And the more people panic, the worse it gets. And it just continues to build on itself. And that is the reality that's being created. So there is more or less an objective reality that we can't, as an individual, grasp. Because we just can't. There's just so much information. We can only, you know, be a part of so much of it. You know, we can only see a certain slice of reality, if you will, you know. Like, I have my own. And that contributes to the overall collective reality or the more objective reality, right? A schizophrenic person, they experience everything that they're experiencing in their own reality, but they're disconnected from objective reality. They're not acknowledging the principles that are governing natural law that's happening all around us all the time, whether you agree or disagree. Now, we always want to be proven right. Always. You want to be right. So you will suffer. You will be depressed. You will hate life just to feel like you're right. 
You want, you know, it's not that you want to be depressed. The, the addiction, I don't think, has anything to do really with the emotion. It's more about proving yourself right. So when we disconnect from the major narrative, then at that point, we acknowledge it, right? Like there's a coronavirus thing out here, right? There's going to be tons of corona kids getting made. Bow chicka wow wow. Everybody's on quarantine and there's not a whole lot of records to listen to. You know, we got the internet, so that's going to be, you know, that's going to be about it. You know, COVID kids, you know, uh, my friends were saying Generation C. It's, it's, it's going to happen. That there's going to be new problems. There's going to be new solutions. There's going to be new opportunities as a result of this. And it's really up to you how you view reality within the subjective reality that you experience. Because these, these belief systems that you create in your own mind are absolutely reflected back at you from reality. But if you are completely disconnected from objective reality, then you're living in your own reality that's detached. So you can't influence really very much from out there, you know? You're not really contributing to the, to the main narrative that everyone else is a part of. So you can't just ignore, you can't be like, oh, well, uh, I need to create a reality where the coronavirus doesn't exist. You can't do that. Like, you, you can create a reality for yourself where the coronavirus doesn't affect you and insulate yourself. And you can also, you know, um, influence the narrative of reality in a way that's not forceful, but powerful in a way that's loving and joyous and fun and funny and make people laugh and relax and know that no matter what, we're all going to die anyway, you know? Kobe only made it to 42, you know? It's going to happen. Don't fear that, you know? The fear, the panic, that's the problem with this kind of stuff. When the, when, the, when, when the Great Depression happened, it wasn't because the market went down. It's because of how everyone reacted to the market going down. So they continued to reemphasize this reality of doom and gloom. And they wanted to be right, so they continued to prove themselves right, and things got worse and worse and worse and worse. And this idea, this idea, this pendulum, if you will, of the coronavirus, this idea that is an energetic information structure that has influence and sway over people's minds that grows the more we either hate it or pay attention to it in whatever way, love it, uh, whatever it is, acknowledge it is fine, but then you'd stop you know, contributing to that idea. You don't ignore it out of existence. And this is another thing, too, that I really want to talk about. I'm going to make some YouTube videos, too, uh, as soon as I can. I've been on a project, you know, working, and I've had this podcast just kind of coming out, and it's going to continue to come out, you know, as it's been scheduled. I've got some really cool guests. But, I mean, we're in a state of emergency, for God's sake, <laughs> which is actually not as bad. It's not as bad as what I expected. I watched that whole thing today, and I was like, what's this going to be? And basically, it's just a way to accommodate people here in the States uh, who need uh, medical attention, or at least that's what they said on TV. You know, I could go for probably hours and speculate uh, theories, which would be irrelevant anyway. Um, <coughs> but <laughs> I say all that to say that we are all contributing to this reality that we live in. The more we take the bait of panic or worry or, you know, frantic fear, um, the, the worse things will get because our own subjective realities and ourselves convincing ourselves over and over that we're right and we know, and you do, you are right, and you do know. 
You know, there's all those sayings, like those who can't, won't. And it's so true, because you're never gonna take the initiative you know, if you don't believe that you can do it. So actively changing your belief systems in a subjective way is very healthy. And that can lead to transurfing reality, if you will, if you want to call it that. In a corona-filled outbreak epidemic that's just gone bananas, you can still transurf the fuck out of that reality, but that reality is not going to change because you ignore it out of existence. That's not how it works. You know, there's, there's, there, there's a, a fusion here between your subjective reality and the world that is being created, co-created by every inhabitant. The mindless people who are taking the bait, who are being fearful and panicky. If you jump on that bandwagon, guess what? You're contributing to the problem. You're making it worse. If you are on the other side of things, so to speak, and, uh, you know, contributing some love, some joy, some humor... Um, and not getting carried away or swept up in this because I feel like if there is a power structure out there, <laughs> um, then that's exactly playing into the game, right? It would be problem, reaction, solution, and you create chaos and make order out of it. This is not anything new. It's Machiavellian. It's, it's old as fuck. It's a tale as old as time, you know? So I'm saying don't buy into that. Don't take the bait you know, create what you can that's positive, that's impactful, that's fun, that a adds something to the world. What are you putting into the world, right? And, I, and I'm not, I, I know I might sound preachy today. My energy is a little bit, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, I don't want to say manic, but it's a little bit, you know, uh, jumpy. Uh, <laughs> I've just been talking a lot and I've, you know, but... I say all that to say stream of consciousness podcast that was all scripted. This is, uh, I've, I wrote all this out. Um, and it's been, it's been in me for a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, uh, I edited it pretty hard when I uh, sat down to type it out. I'm saying, listen, your reality and reality itself are, are both working together. You know, it's not one or the other. It's not, I want to really address that because I feel like that's something that, you know, folks have sort of, you know, uh, taken out of, <clears throat> maybe misunderstood a little bit, okay? The fact that this, this thing is happening in the news and all this propaganda and, uh, and these ideas and whether or not it's, 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 you know, there's an agenda behind it doesn't matter. The point is you acknowledge it for what it is. Yes, this is a thing. It's, it's, it's a thing in reality, right? We're not deluded. Um, but also we step away from it, create a new game, not getting swept up in the hysteria of it or the fear or any of it, you know, really. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know, I, I just, I, I wanted to just make this podcast today to just address some of this stuff. And I know I'm talking fast and I know I'm mumbly, uh, but, I, you know, I just feel inspired to share and to start going in another direction, you know. I really want to incorporate you know, joy and comedy into some of the spiritual stuff. And I'm working with some friends who are awesome, who are creatives. You know, I've been working on a Netflix show. And now, you know, one of the shoot days is canceled as of this podcast. Um, you know, and, and that's been real cool. Um, but I don't know what is going to happen <laughs> in the future. And I feel like, you know, we're all sort of under lock and key. We're all here. Uh, sort of in our domiciles, in our areas, 
I, you know, I don't want to say the word quarantine, <laughs> but uh, we're all here separated, you know, trying to keep the spread of this at a minimum. And that's, I think, think very wise. I think we should all be as prepared as we possibly can be, but also hopeful and optimistic. And just knowing that the way we react to things is everything. That is the pendulum trying to hook you. That is, you know, the 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 Hegelian dialectic. That is the, you know, expected response, stimulus response. That uh, binary, uh, you know, in a bad way, not in a not in a sexual way, but that one or zero um, fear, fight or flight reaction, right? That's what we want to see past, right? Like that's why you do spiritual works. So you can have a higher perspective. Right. And you can see things for what they are, see, a, you know, be a be above it, so to speak. Right. Uh, to to ascend it. Right. Uh, if you want to do it in the woo woo sense to ascend it like, yes, I acknowledge this. Right. This is how I quit smoking. Right. I never I never thought I would ever quit smoking ever in my life. I was so addicted to cigarettes that I would smoke two packs a fucking day. I would smoke and smoke and smoke like a chimney that wasn't stopping, you know, uh, like, a, like a Chattanooga choo-choo. I was crushing smokes. So many cigarettes. So many. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and I never thought I would quit. But when I, when I acknowledged what it was and then just simply took a step in another direction, you know, and believed that I could quit, and I had a catalyst. I had some help from the universe. Your world will take care of you. And there is an opportunity in every crisis. This is what the bankers know, you know? When, when the biggest wealth transfers are, are going on, it's always in times of crisis. It's always when there's a stock market. They can't wait for the next stock market crash so they can buy shit for pennies on the dollar. Put yourself in that position. Find the advantage. Advantage. There can be an advantage in any situation. There can all, there's also a detriment or a disadvantage or whatever. What do you choose to focus on? That's what you're adding to the collective conscious, right? Enough of us think a certain way. We agree on something. Guess what? That, there's, no, there's no changing that. You can't fight that, you know? Enough people agreeing, enough people moving in a direction. That's what, that's what real change is. There, there's no protesting there's no you know shooting anybody or looting or hurting anybody or damaging property or any of that none of that is even necessary it's a choice it's just a decision that we say look we're gonna move in this direction very consciously very cognitively understanding all the situation and all the uh all the stuff that's going on with that situation, navigating that, being realistic about it. That's not unhealthy, right? Like, I feel like so, so many, like, spiritual people are teaching delusion. Delusion. That's not healthy. Ignoring your shadow out of existence. And I'm going to make a YouTube video on this for sure. Only makes it worse. And when it does bubble over, guess what? That's a pendulum that knocks you right off your swing, right off your swagger, and it's going to happen. It's coming like a thief in the night when you least expect it. And I know that might sound fatalistic, but guess what? That's how it works. You repress a bunch of shit, 
it's coming back. That's how balance works, right? You can't just ignore things out of existence. You have to acknowledge it. You have to integrate, right? You can't, we don't ignore the coronavirus out of existence. We acknowledge it. We integrate it. We move past it. We do the things that are necessary in physical reality to abide by the laws that were created by whatever, however we're here. But those laws aren't changing. You know, those are, those are not rules. They're laws. So, I hope you guys are doing great, uh, by the way. I, uh, I know I sound ranty. But I'm on one, I guess, today. Again, here we go. Just wanted to make a quick update, guys. I love all you uh, who listen to the show, and I really appreciate it. Um, I've been terribly negligent of my people on Patreon, and I just want to publicly apologize to, to you about that. Uh, I need to do better. I've just been really busy, and that's no excuse. I know it's not, uh, but I'm going to do better. This is, uh, you know, there's not going to be a, a whole lot, I don't think, going on uh, travel-wise. Then again, I mean, gas is under $2 now. You can fly down to Puerto Rico, you know, have a daiquiri and fly back the same afternoon uh, for like 60 bucks, you know. Um, flights to Italy, oof. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that one. That was a bad joke. But anyway, um, crazy shit, uh, and that's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that shit is crazy. Just don't get caught up in the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the stuff. And I, I'm telling myself this just as much, but, you know, I was thinking about today. I ran out of gas, and uh, ran out of gas. I'm coming up here to meet a fr- friend. It was actually yesterday. It wasn't today, but... Run out of gas on 316, if you guys know where that is. It's between Atlanta and Athens. It's a two-lane, four-lane highway total, and people just zip down that thing, man. So I'm sitting at a light, and all of a sudden, my car won't start, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm supposed to meet a friend, and now I'm going to be late. You know, i got other friends here I'm trying to meet, too. and So, you know, could have been real stressed out. I'm in the middle of an intersection, basically, you know, running out of gas. People are honking their horns. They're all mad at me. Uh... So, um, so I could have definitely reacted to that situation. And, you know, after three years of training my mind to really try to seek the advantage in the situation to make the best of what anything is, like, I actually had a, a fun time. I had a good time. <laughs> and all this, like, getting to know yourself, you're going to find out that you are a fun person. You might wind up partying with yourself until four, five, six in the morning because you're so much fun. Uh, if you can just allow yourself to be the person that you know you are. You know, it's like I'm stuck in this car and people are, you know that sound when they zip by you. And I'm like, oh God, somebody could just crush, crush me. They could just run right into me, a semi I could not see and just just crush me. And, uh, and that totally could have happened. A co- after a while, a cop came up, which made me very uneasy, but at the same time, I was it was welcomed help. And she pushed me uh, with her car off the, you know, out of the middle of the road. And I'd called AAA uh, because, you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, do, I, do, I do have a AAA card, and, uh, and I think that's a wise, a wise investment. I mean, they're not sponsoring this, but uh, usually uh, I'm very happy. I've had some really good experiences with, with, that, with, with the AAA coverage um, myself, you know. Like one time I've been a rim. You know, I've had some, you know, and if you're in trouble, I don't know. It almost t- it was going to take them 90 minutes, though, to get there. So 
this particular experience, not that great. Not that great because it was in Winder, Georgia, in the middle of Bumbly Bumble. Fuck. I mean, that nobody, nobody's even heard of Bumble in Winder, Georgia yet. It hasn't made its way there. It's behind the times. It's in the middle of nowhere, so I'm stuck in there. Anyway, cop pushes me over, and then I'm like, well, 90 minutes. I'm just going to walk to a gas station. So I did. I walked to a gas station, and I got really sweaty, and that was funny. I, la- I laughed a lot because I'm in jeans running, you know. And then I got a gas can and some gas, and then I f- talked to this guy who was a land surveyor. He's very nice. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember it. Oh, well. Uh, he was very nice. I'm sure I'll uh, hopefully run into him again. But anyway, he jumped the car off. He couldn't, like, drive me in his car, so I had to, like, run and meet him there so we got even more sweaty. But we made friends and chatted and made some jokes and stuff. And I actually, like, in the, in the, when it first happened, I was like, this sucks, you know? Like, this just sucks. Who wants to be <laughs> running out of gas at an intersection on a busy highway you know, and, and people are mad and you're in the way and you, you can't move your car. Nobody. That sucks. But, you know, I made the most out of it. I, I, had, I had fun, as much fun as I could in that situation instead of beating myself up. It's the first time I've ever run out of gas, by the way. It's never happened to me before. Uh, the gas gauge on my truck is actually broken, which is part of the reason why. Now, I should have known, of course, that I should have filled that gas tank up and that I wouldn't quite make it. I didn't time it. I didn't use my odometer. There are lessons to be learned. Uh, but even in that uh, situation, I didn't let it get the better of me. I didn't get super upset and freak out and panic, which probably would have attracted a more negative event to happen. Other than, you know, maybe, maybe then a semi does brush up or, or something worse happens. I don't know if that is true or not necessarily, but it could. I think it's more likely to right? So instead, you know, you keep your wits about you as much as possible. And in time of over and over and over again, you get, you can, you can train yourself to try to really just be at ease in whatever situation it is. Freaking out is never going to help you. Maxwell Maltz talks about if you can't be relaxed, you can't be effective, period. There are things you can do too, like rhythmic breathing and stuff like that, that can be very helpful for bringing your heart rate to a steady. Like it doesn't matter what your heart rate is at, right? Like if your heart rate's at like 100, that's fine as long as it's not like sporadic. The more rhythmic it is, the more calm you are. So if you're running around on a soccer field and you're a professional soccer player, you've got ice bloods in your veins, but your heart's still pumping out of your chest, it's going at a very consistent rate. And therefore, you're in a much calmer headspace. So these two things are actually related. Um, so there's like a breath trainer you can get, uh, which I use sometimes. Uh, I like to use it uh, before I do stand-up comedy, uh, actually, because it kind of calms my nerves a little bit before I go on stage. It's called the Breathe Plus app. Um, and that, uh, that thing's kind of cool for that. But through training and time, you know, y- you can make a, 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 a really... You can take advantage uh, in a good way, in a positive way, not manipulative uh, or any of that. But you can take advantage of the situation that's potentially negative. And like my gas station story, it's kind of stupid. Who cares? I made it to Athens. Long story short, I I made it to Athens right before my friend. We had a great time. I saw my other friends. We're having a great time. Everything's fine. I could have beat myself up, you know, and just completely ruined my own day or you know, do, and and I'm sure I can do better. There's a lot of room for improvement always, but I just want to share that. I just want to share that, uh, that you guys are awesome. Everything's going to be fine. Wash your hands. Um, make those, make those, make those babies. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be making some some more impromptu sort of podcasts, and I'm gonna make some new- newer videos and talk about some of these concepts. Um, and I, you know, I just I just wanna I just wanna say hey, I wanna I wanna connect and uh, and tell you thank you. And uh, love is all there is. Love always wins. There's just no way uh, any any other reality is feasible. So. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all. I don't have a catchphrase for the end of this podcast. Um, but, uh, let's see, uh, what can I announce? Um, everything's canceled. Toilet paper's canceled. Um, (laughs) all the stand-up shows are, no, um, but I'm going to be making more, uh, stuff from the house. I'm going to be putting some podcasts out and then doing some other creative projects. So be on the lookout for that, and uh, please check me out. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Bootsy Greenwood, Patreon, Bootsy Greenwood, Gumroad.com slash Bootsy Greenwood. Uh, I will have condoms available, uh, $50 a piece, and I don't ship. So you're going to have to track me down. So anyway, so one of those methods that I mentioned, uh, also YouTube.com. Uh, I'm also on YouTube.com, which, you know what? I don't like YouTube anymore. I just want to say that. I just want to be honest. I'm sick of YouTube. It's, it's pissing me off because now you can post on it and do stories on it. And I'm like, that's not why I want YouTube. I want to watch conspiracy videos. That's what YouTube's for. Or like how-to videos or whatever people are making out of their house. You know, it's like, it seems to me like now that Facebook's just buying everything and Google, that everything's just basically becoming the same thing. You know, it's like every social media, like Instagram had now the stories from Snapchat and then now Facebook has the stories and like now like YouTube, has, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of mad at YouTube. Still using it, still posting on there. Uh, but there's some other alternatives out there, folks. Check out BitChute when you get a chance. It's not the most advanced, but it is helpful. Also for internet searches, check out Ecosia. It's an app that plants a tree every, I don't know, 55 searches you do. Um, so if you're going to watch porn, at least, you know, help the world's earth supply, air, air supply. Damn it. I ruined that joke. All right. I'm going to get out of here on a bad note. That's it for this impromptu podcast. Um, there could potentially be more, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, love you guys. You're awesome. And uh, we'll talk soon. Bye. <laughs>